0: Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week, we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction, hopefully in a fun and accessible way. Uh, I'm Craig Cooper. I'm the host of the podcast, lead pastor here at Crosswinds Church. Every week, I want to give a shout out to Elijah Merrill. He's a producer. You don't hear his voice. Um, but you certainly uh, get to see the product that he produces, and we appreciate all that he does. Anything that goes well with the podcast, it's because of him. Anything that doesn't, well, that's my fault, so thank you for your patience. Uh, We are still in our Christmas podcast uh, season here. In fact, this will... Be uh, available to you uh, starting December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve. Uh, we're recording it a little earlier than that, but but we're going to do something. Uh, hopefully, that'll be fun. I, I've, I've invited uh, Ryan Samuels, our creative arts director, back with us to 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 be a part of this, and of course Chris Taylor, our uh, family life pastor here at Crosswinds, and Betty Ryan, our executive pastor. And what I have asked this is our this is our. Our mission is for each one of us to share sort of our favorite Christmas story, or it could be something like your favorite part of Christmas. We could broaden it a little bit, I guess. We're going to react to that, have a little fun, and hopefully uh, on this Christmas Eve, or at least in the midst, maybe you're listening to it after Christmas Eve, it'll make you think about maybe those parts of Christmas that mean the most to you. And so, uh, first of all, uh, Ryan, thanks for being here.
1: Merry Christmas. (laughs) Chris. Great
2: That's what I, I was going to say, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and Betty, good to have you here.
3: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Merry Thank Christmas you. one and all, right? Uh, and, and so here we are, and, and we're going we're gonna to jump into our favorite Christmas story, and I'm going to start with Chris uh, to sort of uh, get us going here, and we'll react to it, and we'll just see how this goes.
2: This was a tough question. It is. There's like, a lot. There's a lot. I, have, I love Christmas. Uh, I don't know if I'm quite the Christmas junkie you are, but I'm. Well, you are a little more
0: sane than I am. So yes.
1: that's October first, well, right? In a lot of ways.
2: Right? October first is when I, music starts. Playing. I do
0: start playing music October first.
2: I yeah. do. Yeah. So first, yeah, we're not that early, but I have a lot of uh, favorite Christmas stories. It is my favorite time of year. But on my note here, I wrote, I wrote little titles for each. I said this or this, and I said I would decide in the moment. So when I was a kid. My mom entered me in a contest to win uh, a power wheel. You know those little battery things you could, those battery cars you could drive. And this was when power wheels were like first invented. You know, and so at least uh, it was close to when they first came out. Well, I won first prize in this power wheel contest, and it was uh, like the week before Christmas. We got to go to the mall and pick up our power wheel, and there was like ten other kids that won power wheels, but mine was the best one. And it was a fire engine power wheel. And like I said, they had just first come on the market and so like the battery lasted like thirty minutes and it went like two miles an hour. It was not <laughs> you know as a as a you know, eight year old kid it was amazing, but oh, yeah. looking back on it now, it was really they've 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 come technology a long way. Great, a long right. way. Um, but I got to I had to lead a parade through the mall. Driving my fire engine
1: at <laughs> two miles an hour,
2: at two miles an hour, <laughs> you were
1: 18. You said,
2: I, Yeah, no, I was, that, eight. Oh, eight. Okay. I was eight. I was eight, that makes more sense. Um, and you know, there were elves like doing <laughs> cartwheels beside me, and Santa Claus came up and did rear. this really happen? <laughs> it or was this really a happened 100%. I have, I <laughs> how did you ride I drove it, I was in it driving it. Oh, like a little, like a little toy car thing, yeah, it's a little battery. Oh, I thought it was operated. one wheel that no, because like, they make was, they called things. power wheels. And it was a. Uh, you've seen them in like you go to like Walmart, Target. I think they sell them. Like they look like convertibles, but this was a fire engine. Okay. And, and so that was that. That was what I got. I'm for assuming Christmas the parade was
1: less than thirty minutes.
2: Uh, it was not. Really, well, we had to go <laughs> from <laughs> we had to go from like JCPenney Penny on one end to Sears at the other end of the mall. You know, and uh, that is a
1: cool Christmas.
0: Story.
2: It was. Uh, I led this parade. I remember having to wear this horrific, itchy Christmas sweater. You know. What was the contest um, about? Like, what were you? I don't know what it was. It was you just, just fill like out a, a card, and drop it in just a box. Like, and you, it was you, just a random draw drawing and, and run one first place. So I was front of the Christmas parade through the mall that year. Hundreds of people watching the parade, and and you're you in Arizona
0: at the time, right? I was
2: in Arizona at the yeah. time. Yep. <laughs> and so a little squirt gun, fire hose thing on there, and sirens on. And <laughs> Damn, I was, I was living do the we dream. Have pictures man. Of this? I'm sure my mom has pictures we of so. us. Like yeah. <laughs> we need <laughs> pictures. So that's that's one of the stories that popped in my head. And that is a great that's story. It's a memory of Christmas oh my for me. goodness! Men, so
0: that's, yep. great. that's great. That's great. It's a really good story. That is a super <laughs> story. Now everyone's like, Oh gosh! Oh no! <laughs> Um, Everyone's I was going to come up with a better story. Well, um, I had the
2: wholesome, you know, Madison's first Christmas really remembering Santa Claus, you know, my my oldest daughter. I but could she have went, shared you, that one. Be, but come yeah, on. She wasn't you know. on. She wasn't on one of those power
0: wheels in no, no, no. first place. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come no. on. Come on. Nope. All right, Betty. We're going to come on over to you. The I, pressure is on. <laughs> <laughs> pressure. I'm glad on. I'm going
3: I don't know that I can top that, Chris, but I do have a fun memory of Christmas uh, that My family, it was just me for a long time, mom, dad, and me, and my other siblings came along a little later in years. So I don't know, I was probably six or seven or something like that. I was young as well. Funny how I can remember those things and I can't remember other things. But anyways, my father was in the service, so he traveled all over the world and wasn't home all the time. And so this one particular Christmas, he was in Florida and so I traveled down to Florida with my mom so that we could be with dad on Christmas. And I was all excited to see Santa. You know, we had seen Santa in Canandaigua. If you're familiar with our area at all, there's this little Christmas house that comes up every year. And we get to go see have Santa. Have they been doing this that? Christmas I mean, is that home? like that long a tradition? Many years. What are you trying to say about not my sorry, age? I'm sorry. Right? I, said it at at I realized since I should 20, have said it that right? way. <laughs> Wait, I mean, just at least 20 years. years, right? A 20-year tradition? Is that what we're talking about? It's been there a long time okay, since okay. I was a kid. Um, Ooh, and uh, Help me, was- guys. Help me. <laughs> I think it was gone for a little while, but it's back. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, this particular Christmas, we were in Florida, and I remember we were going to go see Santa. So my memory was a nice little house. It's a little chilly outside. You're going in to see Santa's, but we're in Florida, so I'm a little confused. Where at in Florida? Uh, I wish I could remember exactly where, and I can't. Uh, Remember these
1: details, but not the location.
3: Yeah, not the exact location, right? Uh, We were in a field. Anyways, we were going to see Santa this huge field, and we're waiting and waiting, and it's hot, and I remember, and here comes Santa in a blimp. And so he came, and Being from Florida
0: doesn't surprise me. Yeah, Yeah. he
3: came in a blimp, and this huge thing landed and probably terrified most of the kids. And as it landed and he got out, we saw this uh, big Santa Claus come across, and we all got the chance to— meet him and uh, get our little present or whatever it was. But what a different kind of experience to be in Florida, see him coming in a blimp rather than through the snow and a little red house in our little quiet town. A little too hot for the reindeer. Probably. I don't remember reindeer. <laughs> back then
2: they were called zeppelins. <laughs> <laughs> it was still black and white back then. <laughs> oh,
3: dear. It probably was. Sorry. Probably was. Oh, my was. goodness. So, we are in so much yeah. trouble.
1: This is like,
3: yeah. oh, hmm.
1: oh. That's
0: a great memory. You know, being part of my growing up years was in Florida. Yeah. That, again, that doesn't really surprise me. You know, mm-hmm. just uh, I, I, I think of like boat parades they had down there, you know, coming from the north down to Florida for for Christmas was so crazy. I've never yeah.
2: seen sand in a blimp, so that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty amazing. There
0: you are. I only That's lived true. in there cold places, are. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that, is, uh, that is a great, great, great Christmas story. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan.
1: Mine may not live up to those (laughs) stories. Uh, Just make something up. um, But Santa came down in a spaceship (laughs) (laughs) while I was in a fire engine that was a real one. Yeah. Um, You were driving. Yeah, that I was driving. Um, No, I remember – so one that really sticks out to me was – it was like a whole day venture. I think this was – my whole family was planning this for all the kids. So I remember I woke up and, of course, back in the day, I would wake my parents up at like five in the morning to do Christmas. And so I feel as a parent now, I am dreading the day that my Jordan wakes me up at that early. But anyways, so I remember waking them up at like five. And of course, it was just me as a kid. my, My sisters were grown up and they had their kids and they were out of the house. And I remember... Walking out and, you know, it's five in the morning. My parents are barely awake because they probably just went to sleep or whatever. And there's just tons of presents. I mean, the most presents I could ever remember. And I open all of them and I remember opening them and I had like three, this is back when the PlayStation 2 just came out, like three PlayStation 2 games. And I was like, I took my parents as such naive parents because I was like, well, mom, dad, you guys know. I don't have a PlayStation Two to play these games, and she was like, "Are you sure about that?" And she pointed and she told me to turn around, and I turned around, and of course, there's my dad standing with the PlayStation Two. But that's class. That's a class. That's a class. So that's like a that's like the movie a movie thing in yes. my head. Um, so that one sticks out to me. But later that day, so the tradition in our family is we would wake up, we would do Christmas as just a little knit family, then we would go to my grandparents' house, who lived like on this long back trail through like nothingness, and they had a cabin on the lake. And so I remember when we were doing that, my parents must have found a radio station that was, seemed legit, of course, I, I'm like nine at the time, seemed legit about how like it was a news reporter reporting all of these reports on like, you know, we were seeing, you know, a blinking or a, like a flashing red light in the sky And Christmas Eve and you know, we would hear sounds of jingling and like, and they obviously it was, it seemed, it was so real to me. And I remember we turned. It probably was. It was, Mm -hmm. it probably was real to me. And I, I, we turned down this, this back lane that was the road leading up to my grandparents' house. And I kid you not, I, I, there were reindeer tracks and sled, like sleigh tracks in the snow. And I was in such awe. I was astonished. Bec- and I was so blown away that all of these things were hitting. I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, it's this is, this is it. Like I'm um, next, next year I am going to stay. I'm going to look out the sky and all this stuff. And I, that is so, it's so vivid and vivid in my memory that whole day because they, 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 Perfectly, everything everything just, just sort of came in just alignment. came in alignment. That was, and of course, you know, I was like nine or ten.
0: That is so cool. And
1: so that that was that, that that's is... my favorite Christmas memory because of how like personalized everything was for me sure. as a child.
0: Oh, well, that's so cool. So that's good. That's good. So we got we got Chris on a on a on a Power Wheels fire Le- engine fire, fire engine, engine. Let's, leading let's the parade. get the fire engine part right. We we yeah. got Santa <laughs> coming down in a blimp in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm just, and then we got this appearance yeah really and and now i'm realizing how lame my uh christmas story really (laughs) is and uh as the host you're gonna read from
1: luke
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna read from luke but i do feel it's sort of in the in that category of things and so but it's all i got so i'm gonna share it and uh You guys can make fun of me. That's okay. I'm comfortable in that realm. Um, You know, for me growing up, you know, some of you know my story, and you guys here do know that my – you know, I came to Christ when I was five. My parents are going to come to Christ when I was ten. So Christmas Eve was, uh, was always a special time in our house. Um, the family would come over. Um, my parents, especially when we lived in New Jersey and before we moved down to Florida, um, our whole family basically would come over. My aunts, uncles, cousins, they, they, we'd have a big meal on Christmas Eve. That was our big day. Um, uh, and my grandfather came over, and I always knew that he would take me to Christmas Eve service. And I would go around and invite family members. And every once in a while, I'd get an aunt who would say, sure, and a cousin. I don't know if they did it out of guilt or whatever. Um, but it was always one of those times where I just knew that I could get some people from the house to, to go to church with me. And uh, my mom always went. I don't remember Dad ever going, by the way, until he became a Christian um, when I was 15. But but we would go. So Christmas Eve has always been just um, uh, just a special time for me. I mean, it just brings back memories of... Of times where I had family in church with me, um, then when I turned 15, it, you know, and our whole family went. I can remember the first Christmas Eve. Um, Dad went, mom, and my brother and I we were in Florida for our Christmas Eve service. Our church didn't do a Christmas Eve service, and so we we found a church. And uh, that had Christmas Eve service, and we went and we're a part of that. And uh, so, you know, all of a sudden, you know, this is weird. So this is where you say, oh, you're going to read Luke. It is of that caliber. Nice. So I felt, (laughs) no, 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 it's just reality where it is. So when I was five, you know, I I felt called to be a pastor. And so, you know, my parents didn't even know what to do with that. And so Christmas Eve service, I would go, and when everyone's dreaming of what every kid should be dreaming of, I'm this like six, seven, eight-year-old who's going, someday – I'm going to be, get to be a part of the Christmas Eve service. Like, I'm going to be able to to, to, to do the Christmas message, you know? Like, that was my thing. And, and now here I am as a pastor, and I get to be a part of Christmas Eve services. and And, and as you guys know... I'll do as many as you guys are willing to do. I mean, I mean yeah. I, I've done as many as eight or so um, at a church in Wisconsin I was a part of. We had a smaller space, and we, we did back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. It was crazy, but, but, uh, but uh, you know, I just love that. And, and I do realize, you know, I feel like the Lord gives us a couple of gimmies on the Christian, on the Christian calendar. You know, one of them is one of them is Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and that's why we do a Christmas Eve service here at Crosswinds, not on Christmas Eve. We do it, like, a yes. few days earlier, mm-hmm. which is some of my favorite stories when people say to their friends, hey, do you want to come to a Christmas Eve service? And they go, well, we're busy Christmas Eve night. And they say, hey, good news. We have a Christmas good, Eve good service news. three nights before, you know. And they get family and friends here. I, I love that. Um, I think another gimme mean, is probably somewhat Easter, not quite as much as Christmas Eve. Um, then Mother's Day still is a time where we see uh, many kids will come to church with their mom on Mother's Day if she asks. But Christmas Eve is just one of those magical nights for me. In fact, if I could take the Christmas season and, and make Christmas Eve an extra day, uh, I would do that. And, and I love just being here with my family, and then being here with my church family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just a it's just a great great thing. One of the horrible stories I had from my childhood, since I have to throw something out now that's, that's not so uh, in-depth of my relationship with God when it
2: comes <laughs> yeah, to you're Christmas. You're living the dream right now. That's I really am living good. the dream. I am yeah. living
0: the dream. But uh, but was when I was a kid, we got Silly String. You guys know Silly String?
2: Mm-hmm. And my I brother mean, and I were
0: so excited. And I think I was probably, I don't know, if I was 10, then he was 6. I don't know. And we got in a Silly String war, and I shot him in the eye. And it burned his eye, and he was on the grounds crying. <laughs> <laughs> and because and because he was on the ground crying, my parents, t- my dad, came down and said, "Well, that's it," and he took away our silly string. I don't hold it against him. I really do not. I love my brother, Eric. If you're listening to this, I love you, man. But, um, but I don't think it hurt that bad. You know, if we just could have held it together, we could have kept our silly string, and Christmas could have been
1: even that much more exciting. One Christmas, my grandpa broke my brand new Buzz Lightyear that I literally got that day. Snapped, did he try to fly it. What did he snapped do? Snapped its full wing off. His full <laughs> wing off. <laughs> like, like why? How did I don't that know. Happen? I think he he was trying to see if it was like retractable or something. I don't know why he didn't ask me to just show him. But I remember I. Remember. Was it on Christmas Day? It was on Christmas. I literally had gotten it three hours before that, and I took it to him, and I was like, "Look, Grandpa, look what I got." And he was like, "Dude, snap?" And the wings came off. And I, I remember I was devastated, and I never got a new one.
0: You're, you got tears in your eyes right now. I, it's, it's bringing I, up emotion. I never
1: got a new one. I don't know why. Good. No, I, take, I will never watch Toy Story again. I think I was yeah. just like, okay, but no, I remember that he just snapped it off, and it was. I was like, "Why'd you do that?" I was like, "How old my, were you?" I oh I was like well, Toy Story came out in nineteen like ninety four. I was born in ninety four, so I was probably like five. Oh my like goodness! Four, five that would, years that would later, would be a traumatic or moment like that. Yeah.
2: yeah, just we had a Christmas before our last two were born. We were just Maddie and Silas. So we all had a horrific stomach virus on Christmas. Oh, Christmas? Yeah, so that's our that's <laughs> my no worst Christmas memory. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, oh. Like it was hard to even get out of bed to like do the Christmas morning you know routine because we were. So sick! <laughs>
0: oh my goodness, that I'm is sorry horrible. Sorry for laughing, Chris. That's oh, that
2: sounds so. It was horrible. I'm so sorry.
3: <laughs> my twins were born on December thirteenth, and so as Christmas came along that year, it was a very tough year for us to try to figure out how to move around and, and get things done that year. So, although it was a blessing, very tough year.
0: Yeah, it would be. Oh my goodness. You should have planned that
3: differently. I, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. That was, it was pretty unique when Jordan was
1: born on the fifteenth of December, that first Christmas yeah. with all of us. Just yeah. we were like, just this new baby. Of course, she had the most presents. She doesn't even, you know, she that had is every, true. She had so much, and I'm like, she's ten days old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm using yeah. most of this stuff at this point. Yeah. So, you just wish you had the presents she had. I did. She had some pretty cool ones
2: as a ten <laughs> as a ten day old. I was like, she's never even going to know this. A lot of December babies in the room. Silas was born December thirtieth. Wow. So
0: Well being married to a teacher, our kids are born in the summer.
2: (laughs) Well, and Elijah
0: was born in
1: December four was born December 14th. Our producer? Our producer, Elijah.
0: December that's right, a day before Jordan. He
1: was really he was really
0: Happy belated birthday, Elijah. Oh yeah, he can't he talk did. to us. Okay. <laughs> well, we were waiting for a minute. We were giving a Chance to yell. But yeah, so, yeah so he it. Mi-
1: Jordan missed his birthday by uh, an hour and forty seven minutes. Oh goodness!
0: Well, if you, if you could share, you know, sort of a, a Christmas thought. You know, we've shared some fun stories, but you know, uh, of just you're sitting across from whoever's listening to this. You don't know where they're at with Christ. You don't know you know are they exploring the things of Christ. Uh, have they been a Christian for years? You don't know any of that, right? And and we have people from all different walks uh, where they are with the Lord right now listening to the podcast. But but if you had a, a word to say to them, what would be your sort of your Christmas greeting, if you will? This this you know they're either listening to this on Christmas Eve day or shortly thereafter. I would assume. Um, what what is your what is your word to them? And uh, uh, Betty, we'll start with you.
3: You know, I think I thought about this a lot prior to knowing Christ or or deepening that relationship with him. Christmas was chaos, you know, and there was a lot to do and a lot of things going on. And there was, I felt very much overwhelmed. I have a very large family, you know, uh, kids and grandkids and everybody around now. I've known Christ since they've all come along, but I think... What I love is just enjoying the family and the blessings that God has given me through that family, watching them all come together. and there's so many of us in one house at one time, all ages, and it can just seem a little crazy, but that chaos is now just blessing. And it reminds me that everything that I look at and everything that I get to be a part of is is amazing. And uh, so that's what i I think that's what I would say is to it's such a blessing. And to remember those things that God's given us. That's
1: great. That's great, Ryan. Mine's probably um, I've been I've I have been blessed to be able to be a part of our Christmases together, Craig and I, and our and our family, and also the the blessing of being a part of my family's um, Christmases. And I got to say that you know, <clears throat> whether wherever you're at and whatever you're doing, that um, truly those those days of You know, I remember the first Christmas that I spent with our family um, in in New York, and I was so nervous because I was like, I've never spent Christmas away from my parents ever, and I was so thankful and so blessed to be able to just essentially it was so seamless, just a seamless transition into getting to spend time with um, you know Vanessa's family, and but that, you know, I'll, re- I'll piggyback off of what Betty said, is that just really being in that moment and really truly, you know, looking at what God has blessed you with or just what you have around you, you know, and saying like, you know, obviously gifts are amazing, but to be able to be in a, in a spot where you're surrounded by hopefully, you know, in, in my case, people that do love you and do want to be around you, that that is, there's no better gift than that, knowing that you're around people who want to see you be joyful and stuff like that. And so, you know, I, I, love, I love that part about Christmas. Chris?
2: It's kind of been echoed by both Betty and Ryan, but just, the, uh, you know, just cherish what you have. I mean, I'm not a traditions guy at all, except when it comes to Christmas. I I cherish the traditions that we have as a family at Christmas. And, um, you know, one of the things that we do every Christmas morning before we go look at presents and what Santa brought is, you know, we all, cl- all the kids climb in bed with us and we, we read Luke and we sing happy birthday to Jesus. And, um, it sounds cheesy saying it, but we do. And, 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 and I remember one year we, we read Luke and we started to, I, it was probably me or Lisa were like, all right, let's go see if Santa came. And one of, the, one of our little kids is like, we haven't sang happy birthday to Jesus yet, yeah. you know? And it was, a it was just, you know, cherish those. That's amazing, you know.
0: And I think, you know, just just, just hearing the three of you share, you, you've got to be intentional, mm-hmm. especially during the Christmas season where it where seems like stuff's happening all the time, to do, to pause.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, and even, Chris, you know, what a beautiful pause in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. to, to remember of all the stuff we're going to – and we're going to have a blast today, kids, mm-hmm. right? And there's a lot of great stuff, and we're going to – but this is why yeah. we do this. You know, and, and I I just, I have a verse that I want to share that it just if I was sitting across from somebody, I, I don't know where you're at. You, you can be having the best Christmas season ever. Uh, it could be a rough Christmas season for you. I don't know. Um, but wherever you find yourself, I hope this verse uh, speaks to you. It's Isaiah 9, 6. And it's spoken so many years before Christ came. It's a prophecy. Uh, but it says, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called catch this wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. And I hope wherever you find yourself today, whenever you're wherever you're listening to this, that you will let God be your wonderful counselor. Uh, that he will, he'll meet you where you're at. He, he promises to do that. Meet you right where you're at, and take you into a preferred future he has for you if you'll trust in him. He, he's mighty God. He's capable of doing. it. I say this all the time: God is really good at being God. And, and so when I let him do that, because he is a gentleman, he doesn't force himself upon me. But when I when I allow for the Lord to work in and through my life, he takes me places I could never ever have dreamt of going without him. He, he's our everlasting Father. Uh, we, we've talked a lot about family, and you, you may feel very alone right now. And uh, I just want you to know you're not, uh, that the creator of the universe loves you and that he sent his son for you. I mean, Jesus came not just to be born but to die for our sins, be resurrected for our salvation. He's not a God who simply says he loves us. He demonstrated his love for us in such a profound way. And I love this last description, this title, if you will. He's the Prince of Peace. And I pray that in this moment, maybe it's just this moment, but just you'll take a deep breath and allow the peace of God to saturate that moment, to saturate this moment right now with you. That's my prayer for you, that you'll know the peace of God and that you'll be an ambassador of that peace to those around you. Um, I think if, if we can think of anything that the world needs has always needed uh, is peace. And, and uh, Christmas is a celebration of, of, of Christ. Um, who is Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so I want to wish all of you who, uh, who are listening to this recording, this podcast, Merry Christmas. I hope you have a great celebration of Christ. Um, if you've yet to receive him as Lord and Savior, can't get a better Christmas gift than to, than to say yes to Jesus and, and thank him for dying for our sins, be resurrected for our salvation, for coming so we could be right with God. Um, for those of us who are in Christ, may may this not just be another Christmas. Amen. Take a moment and just pause and allow uh, just the Lord to speak to you about how much he loves you and what Christmas really means. It, it's so much more than the present, so much more than our stories. It's his story. It's the fact that he invites us into his story. There is no greater, no greater Christian message than that, that that God invites us to, into his story to be in relationship with him. That's a game changer for eternity. And so uh, I'll end this podcast a little different than normal. i just say Merry Christmas to you. Um, check out crosswinds.church. That's where you find out all things Crosswinds. But, but Merry Christmas to all. And if you're listening to this during the day, this will sound weird, but to all a good night.